Welcome to the Yahoo Finance Presents podcast. I'm Alexis Christophorus. Any new parent knows that lack of sleep is a harsh reality. Enter the snoo. It's a smart crib created by Dr. Harvey Karp, the famed pediatrician and author of the best-selling book, Happiest Baby on the Block. And I am delighted to have Dr. Karp joining me on this podcast. Welcome, Dr. Karp. Thank you, Alexis. Great to talk with you. So just first, for, for folks who aren't familiar, how does the snoo, this smart tech crib, work? Well, it really imitates the baby's experience in the womb. I mean, pretty much anyone who's ever held a baby knows that they love to be held and rocked, cuddled and shushed. Mm -hmm. And up until this time, we really haven't had a, a type of a baby bed that could do all of that and not just do it, but respond to the baby when the baby is fussy by giving a little bit more rocking and shushing, which is what you would do automatically if the baby's in your arms. Uh, but this is the first time we're able to do that with a bed. And then the last... The other thing that it does is it prevents babies from rolling over. So it's the only bed that keeps babies in that safe position for the first six months of life, as recommended by the Academy of Pediatrics. And so this snoo crib is is recommended for how, how old is, is the child, from infant, from newborn to when? To the first six months or so. Really, after six months, babies are like... I mean, you think of them as little babies, but they're really very different. They're able to eat food. Um, their sleeping is much better. And by then, they can sleep just with white noise. They don't need the swaddling and the motion anymore. What about uh, the idea that a baby should learn to soothe themselves? You know, there are some critics that say things like the snoo are actually enablers. What do you say about that? Uh I know it's really crazy. It's so crazy. Listen, we all have sleep cues that we're used to. You have a bed and pillow and maybe special sheets or a special blanket and you like the lights on or off and that's just how you like to sleep. Now you could sleep on the floor on a cement floor with nothing and you would sleep but you wouldn't sleep well. Mm -hmm. So babies have all these cues when they're in the womb. They have constant sound inside that is louder than a vacuum cleaner 24 7 and constant rocking every time the mother breathes the diaphragm is rocking the baby and they're constantly held and cuddled so why when they're born would you take away everything mm -hmm. and expect them to be good sleepers doesn't make any sense if you wait for them to get to be five six months of age they have the neurological maturity then where they don't need those extra um so much so many extra cues they just need a few of them if somebody doesn't have the snoo but they want to be able to soothe their baby uh, in a similar fashion. I know you wrote a whole book series about this. What are some tips that mm -hmm. you can offer those new parents? Yeah, there's a, actually, I, the, the book is one way to learn this. Really, most parents learn it by watching this uh, streaming video called Happiest Baby on the Block. And it basically teaches the five steps to imitate the womb, which are swaddling, the side stomach position, shushing, swinging and sucking. By the way, side stomach is for calming babies, but it's never for sleep. Uh, back is the only safe position for sleep. Mm -hmm. um, and so parents can use things like swaddle blankets, uh, white noise uh, apps or machines. Those are helpful. Um, problem is that um, the Academy of Pediatrics now recommends to stop swaddling at about two months of age because we don't want babies rolling over swaddle because that's a risk for them, a breathing risk. Mm -hmm. And um, and motion is a wonderful thing for babies. We often tell parents to go drive their babies around in their car, you I, know, for I'm an guilt, hour. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it works great. And listen, we fall asleep in trains and planes and cars, too. This, this, these rhythms are very deeply inset or preset into our brains. 
Uh, it's a very ancient part of the way we respond, even with meditation and the sound of white noise and um, uh, the sound of the wind and the ocean and rocking in a hammock. All of those things relate to this very, very ancient part of our brain, which is which is this baby's response to these calming sensations in the womb. So, um, so parents can use those tools. The problem or the difficulty is the swaddling, you have to stop for two months. The white noise is not responsive. And there's no safe swing or rocker for babies. The Academy of Pediatrics says babies shouldn't sleep sitting up in a, in a rocker or a swing. So SNU becomes really the, the best solution. Uh, providing all of those inputs and then doing it in a way that's responsive. So when the baby fusses, the motion and sound will kind of boost up a little bit the way the way you would rock and trish a little bit louder, a little bit more jiggly to calm mm-hmm. the baby. <laughs> um, just give us an idea of what lack of sleep does to a parent or or a household. I mean, there could be siblings in that house trying to sleep when the baby is is upset. Mm-hmm. What what is that? Yeah. yeah. What does it do to us? You know, that's really the core question because people today think, oh, you're a new mom, just suck it up and deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know, you asked to have a baby. This is not just getting a couple of nights with a little bit of sleep. This is really clinical um, sleep deprivation. And what sleep deprivation does, I mean, some people deal with lack of sleep pretty well. But when that goes on week after week after week, it leads to marital stress, postpartum depression and anxiety, breastfeeding failure, unsafe sleeping practices. There are thousands of babies who die in their sleep in the United States every year in bed with their parents. Mm -hmm. And the parents bring them into bed because they're so tired. The baby is crying. They don't know what else to do to get some extra sleep. Obesity, car accidents, overtreatment with medication, cigarette smoking. And then in the workplace, to employers, there are billions of dollars of cost because of poor retention, um, uh, poor productivity, errors, accidents, and higher health care costs. So actually, this little problem of babies not sleeping, which you think is just kind of, you know, uh, you know, par for the course, and mm-hmm. you should expect it, turns out to be quite, quite burdensome on the public health and on employers. And And what's really interesting about this is that parents think they're not supposed to have anybody helping them. Right. You think that the normal family is a mom and a dad and one or two kids, but that is the most abnormal form of a family. The only normal family is the extended family. Mm-hmm. You know that it when, takes when a it village. Being, it takes I a village. I'm just going to say, yeah, that you do yeah. need help, and don't be afraid to ask for help from others. So, right. so yeah. you came up with today. Because yeah. today, just to say, if you had a nanny today, you're pretty well off. But mm-hmm. up until 100 years ago, and for the entire history of humanity, parents had five nannies. You had your grandma, your aunt, your mm-hmm. older sister. Nobody ever did this all on their own. And so while SNU is a bed and a whiteness machine and a swing and all of that stuff built into, in, in one, we really think of it as a caregiver, mm-hmm. as like your older sister or like a helper that's available 24-7 to kind of hold and rock and trish the baby while you need to take a shower or fix a meal or or get some sleep. Yeah. I mean, look, for some people uh, hearing this, that, that might not be an option, uh, you know, having a village help. Maybe they're, they live far from family or there is no family or, or people willing to help. And so they're really in a bind and, and they go, wow, the snoo really sounds like it could be a viable solution for me. And then, Dr. Karp, they see the, the price tag. This is going for about $1,295. So what are you doing to, to help this get into the hands of more people, have it be more accessible for folks? 
Well, we've worked really hard to do that. And of course, with any new technology, it's expensive when it comes out of the gate. But um, just to say at that price point, which is very expensive for a lot of families, that turns out to be about $6 a day over the first six months. And if you sell it when you're done with it or reuse it with your next kid, that's like three, four dollars a day, mm. which kind of is what you're spending on coffee anyway, just to stay awake. So it isn't out of the realm for, I mean, uh, truckers, teachers, nurses buy this as well. And you can get it, we finance it for zero percent financing. Mm -hmm. So literally it, it's within the range of a lot of families. But now we offer it as a rental because our goal is to help as many families as possible. So for under five dollars a day, for four ninety a day, which again is really what a lot of tired parents are already spending just for coffee or energy drinks just mm -hmm. to stay awake. They can rent this bed and they can rent it for as long as they want. So they don't have to they don't have to um, you know, kick out a thousand dollars, you know, just to get in the game. And and remember, this isn't just a baby bed. This is a white noise machine. Um, it is the most awarded baby product in history. Um, medical awards, innovation awards, etc. It's um, it's a, a, a swing to help you with your baby, a safe swing. But mostly, it's extra sleep extra safety for your baby, and a 24-7 helper for you for the first six months. And if that isn't worth $4.90 a day, then, I, you know, save the money on the stroller. I, I think that this is, um, is it's a real helper for families. Should the baby be put in the snoo uh, only during nap times, bedtime at night, or, or when they're fully awake as well? No, it's, it, this is not um, meant to be. I mean, this will keep babies happy and calmer, so even when they're awake. But but you sh most parents are going to be carrying their babies, having their baby in their arms when the baby is awake. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is for naps and nights. Uh, and fussy periods. This will also, like I said, it responds to the baby's fussing, and that oftentimes can calm irritable and even colicky babies. So those are the times that, that you'll use the bed the most. So uh, I want to learn more about this rental program. So where do where would somebody go to rent the SNU, and is there a, a time limit or a minimum amount of time that they, they need to rent it for? Yeah, so there's a they'll come to our website, which is happiestbaby.com, I tried to get happiestbaby.com, C-A-L-M. Oh, that would have been cute. Work. Was that taken? <laughs> no, you can't do a four-letter um, okay. um, suffix. Mm. But but probably people would have gotten confused anyway. So they can come to happiestbaby.com and learn about it and watch videos and read parent reviews. We have hundreds and hundreds of parents, almost all five-star reviews, because this is such a helper for families. Um, and then there's a one-month minimum. And actually, um, this month, in, in the month of January, of 2019, we're offering um, the best for the first month for three and a half dollars a day. So literally, it is a cup of coffee. Um, so it's one month minimum, and then after that, it renews um, each month. And you can cancel it at any time after the first month. And it just gets delivered to you, I guess. Yeah, we pay for the shipping both ways. So, and you get these award-winning swaddle blankets, three of them, that you get to keep whether you send the bed back or not. So. It's almost for free, actually, when you look at it that way. You get the free swaddle blankets and, and sheet, organic cotton. These are, are uh, we're, we're just um, uh, reviewed by New York Times as being the best swaddle blanket in the country. Um, and then um, and then after the first month, if you're not happy with it, you can return it. But people, we, we offer it that way because we know people will be happy. And if you have any questions, 
we have uh, seven day a week customer support to give sleep consultations to help make sure that the bed is working for the family. Now, I know a handful of companies, uh, and this number is, is growing, are including offering the SNU as part of their employee benefit package. And I say bravo to those companies <laughs> because they see that, you know, oftentimes, look, our, our maternity and paternity um, laws in this country are sorely lacking. Uh, and, and for companies to step up and try to help uh, parents, even in this small way, for, for many parents, it's a big way, I, I think is a wonderful thing. Tell us about some of the companies that are doing this and participating. Yeah, we have dozens of the leading companies in America that now offer this. They rent the beds as a benefit or a perk. So Snap and Activision Blizzard and Hulu and uh, Weight Watchers and Qualcomm and Under Armour and many, many other big companies. And they do it because they care about their employees, but they also do it because it has an immediate return on investment. You know, if you can improve retention, productivity, and reduce errors and accidents, it's huge for a company. I just heard about a, a surgical resident up in Chicago, had her baby, had six weeks off, was driving to work, um, but was so tired she fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, and it got into a terrible car accident and broke her hand. This is a surgeon. Mm. So now she's going to be six months without the use of her hand and be able to continue her residency program. This is, this is happening all across the country with people just making mistakes, getting into accidents because they're so sleep deprived. And so for just a few dollars a day, if we can support the family and we, and we also have study, we have about a dozen studies that are either underway or soon to get underway to show that SNU can reduce infant sleep death, reduce postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. We're using it in hospitals for babies withdrawing from opiates because we're looking to shorten the, the hospital time for those babies. Um, hopefully it'll help to reduce um, obesity because we know that sleep deprivation leads to more obesity for the mother and the baby and the father for that matter. Mm. Um, so it, it's surprising, but um, there are many, many potential benefits just by improving sleep and reducing crying and helping parents feel more um, supported and taken care of. And as you just outlined it, really the, the consequences of lack of sleep can really be tragic. Um, let's talk for a moment about weaning the baby off the snoo, if you will. Um, you know, how mm -hmm. do you recommend parents stop using the snoo? You know, that also turns out to be it's probably the number one question, but it's much easier than you would think because once the baby is mature enough, you're using the snoo, you know, day after day after day, and babies learn, oh, cool, this is going to help me sleep. And then before you know it, they just become... Uh, automatically fall asleep. They're literally sleep trained by the motion and the sound of the bed. So by five, six months, um, there is a weaning. Um, uh, we have an app with the bed that gives a daily readout of your baby's sleep and gives you the chance to modify the bed. So there's a weaning setting, and that gives sound but no motion, um, and only motion if the baby gets upset. After a week of that, the baby's ready to be in a crib. And um, we find very few problems with, with weaning the baby out of the bed. In fact, um, it's kind of like feeding a baby. You give your baby milk, milk, milk for the first four, five, six months, 
no one really worries their baby's never going to eat food, right? They're going to eat it when they're physiologically mature enough for that. Mm -hmm. And same thing for sleep. Once they've been good sleepers for the first five, six months, they don't need motion. They don't need swaddling anymore. They do still need the right type of white noise. In fact, many adults sleep with white noise as a, as a way of helping them kind of keep in a deeper level of sleep. Are you a fan of, oh, just let the baby cry it out at, at the five to six month um, you know, stage? No, no, I mean, I'm not. It's not that that can't work, but I mean, what parent, I mean, there's no culture around the world that does that, number one. People would never, people in other countries would think we're idiots, that we would just let a baby cry and close the door because you're supposed to respond to your baby. I know that parents sometimes are driven to desperation to do that because they're so sleep deprived. And in that setting, it, it, it's a reasonable thing to do for some families. Mm -hmm. um, but um, if you can sleep train them naturally with the sleep cues, that they were born enjoying, um, you're much better off doing that. But yes, if you're desperate for sleep, it's better to go through a sleep training program than it is to get in a car accident. For sure. But I mean, I yeah. guess I was referring to that, that Ferber method. Remember when that was really right. big? And, and so you're not, yeah. you're not a big fan of that, I guess. No, not if you don't have to do it. And that's really where SNOO comes in. Because if you just leave babies to their own devices, here's, this is probably the biggest misconception parents have about sleep with babies. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows they're not going to sleep a lot in the beginning. But then you think, well, by three, four, five months, they're going to get better and better. And then by five, six months, they're sleeping through the night. That happens in 30 to 50% of babies. Mm -hmm. But in 50% or more, the babies are, are still waking up once a night in the middle of the night by five, six months of age. Sometimes twice a night and and oftentimes sleep gets better and then it's like a house of cards mm. they get a growth spurt they get a sleep regression they get a cold um, they start teething and suddenly everything that was going well falls apart with snoo the beauty of, of, a, of a tool like this is that when the baby starts waking up in the middle of the night they're not in a still bed on their back in the quiet by themselves mm -hmm. They've got the rocking and the shushing that allows them to fall back asleep more easily. And then by five or six months, they've learned the pattern so well, they're able to keep themselves in a better sleep pattern without the motion and without the rocking. Tell me about... I mean, without the motion and the swaddling. Right. Tell me about the name, Snoo. Oh, well, it was my daughter. My daughter helps us. She's a kind of a, a marketing whiz. And um, so it's it's a shortened version of snooze. Mm -hmm. um, and my work is, is known for the five S's. So we wanted another S that was, you know, we could add on as the sixth S. So that was the way we got to that name. I love it. So, you know, your snoo has a, a cult following. You've got Beyonce and Mila Kunis, Jessica Biel uh, using it with their with their little ones. Um, have you heard from, from these? celebs at all and and how does it make you feel just knowing that they're using this product well you know being a pediatrician in, in los angeles i've worked with many many celebrities so i know that these folks they put on their pants one leg at a time too you know they're just parents trying to get by so <laughs> i really appreciate their support and, and a number of them have, be, have come public uh, Kate hudson just did and ashton kutcher was a big supporter but what really excites me is every mom and dad um, across the country who are using it and what we see now, you know, in the beginning, you can imagine with new technology, this was really a New York, San Francisco, L.A., early adopter kind of a thing. But now we have parents from Indiana to Arkansas to Alaska to Boise to Boston and 
all over the country. And, and that's really the most exciting thing for me because, listen, <coughs> excuse me, it doesn't matter if you're a celeb or a major league baseball player or a nurse or a mom at home. You know, having a baby is a challenge. It's, it's a lot of work. It's not rocket science, but it is um, very um, labor-intensive. And so being able to help families across the country is really the most gratifying. For example, we have these beds in um, teen mom programs, mm-hmm. uh, programs where parents are, are withdrawing from opiates to get back on track with their lives. And they can't deal with this extra stress of sleep deprivation and a crying baby at all hours. So this is this is really kind of the democratization of sleep so that parents can have a little bit of help that they were supposed to have to begin with. Yeah, parenthood could be the great equalizer for sure, Dr. Carp. Yeah. But t- I'm, yeah. I'm interested what you just said about uh, the SNU being in sort of these, these teen centers. How um, if, if there's a young person hearing this now and, and wants to be able to find a SNU in that setting, what can they do? Yeah, they can contact us at, at uh, happiestbaby.com. We'd be happy to hear anyone who's running programs. We're, we're starting out by using it in programs. So there are a lot mm-hmm. of um, teen parent um, housing programs um, and uh, foster programs. We're also supporting foster care parents who are using this for babies withdrawing from opiates. So we'd love to hear from folks across the country. Dr. Karp, uh, author, pediatrician, and inventor of the SNU, the Smart Crib, thanks for putting so much energy into our babies and helping us get a good night's sleep. Best of luck to you. Thank you, Alexis. Thanks for listening to the Yahoo Finance Presents podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast, and remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode.